the Today Night 5.1 home. It's the 20th day in the month of April 2023. And uh, we have a new program. Of course, it's called uh, Disability Rights Initiative Project Program. And today we're going to be having the first edition of the program. We have, um, I have about um, five or six ladies, wonderful ladies, that join me. But just two of them will be talking there. Well, I just know that uh, I'm surrounded with very good the most blessed man among the ladies. And when you have ladies around, you're sure of good things. Yeah. Now, the Civility Rights Initiative Radio Program will be a monthly discussion program by Fair Care Foundation, supported by Disability Rights Fund as part of Disability Rights Initiative Project, with the aim of promoting and advancing disability. All right, and we have uh, the Join us in the program. Good to have you once again. Thank you. I, I know I hosted you once. Mm. Uh, then that was why I was telling you a long time, long time. Probably even before. And then I said that the long time now is you. Uh, you. It's you. <laughs> <laughs> and I am one of the people that jumped and then changed their mind and came back. I don't know. <laughs> Foundation. So, um, I, the other one? I think I thought they were fine. They're, they're all around you. Like you said, bless them. How you feel about that? <laughs> because I have a team of young advocates. We call them disability advocates. We also have staff from the Foundation. And I have Eugenia She's a disability advocate on the big projects. I have Azonita. everybody calls and um, we are Fake Care Foundation and Fake Care is an acronym for Care Foundation. It's an NGO with a vision that is to add value to the lives of target vulnerable groups. We have three main groups that we work with, persons with disabilities and then we turn other persons. Disability Rights Project Radio Program, which we have also turned into. Disability R Rights I Initiative and P um, Program and the radio discussion to advance disability rights. We've done a lot with persons with disabilities, you know, mainly with empowerment, especially women with disabilities, um, and then building capacity and a lot of media advocacy. But this particular project, which we could dive into later, is really targeted at persons with disabilities and focused on disability rights. So FAKER Foundation will continue to work and um, towards the end we'll drop all our details for the check out what we do. God has really helped us to make the small impact that we're making. Okay. Now, when you talk about disability, I, I, I will not conclude that everybody understands what disability really means because people have defined it in different formats. Can you just expand it? Okay. So, um... 
this particular project, which is a disability rights initiative project, is really focused on two aspects, which is building the capacity of persons with disabilities themselves and also creating awareness among other things. And this is very crucial for us because now we're speaking to the general public. Mm. And like you said, this specific episode is focused on understanding disability. Mm. Why? Because there is no understanding or advancing disability rights mm. without actually understanding disability. Mm. So for us in the disability community, the average person, fact in society, like you said, when they hear the word disability, what comes to you is an obvious impairment. Mm. But for us in the community of persons with disabilities, United Nations Convention on the Rights of Persons with Disabilities, which Nigeria is a signatory to. And it takes the definition of disability beyond just a health condition or an obvious impairment, whether psychological, whether physiological, or whether anatomical. Meaning that there are different types of disabilities that come under that word. or not obvious in some cases, like so psychosocial disability, now interact with society and enhance by society by barriers or um, make the participation of persons with disabilities restricted, their activities restricted, on full access with everyone begin to say that indeed disability has happened. Why is this important? Because it brings society into understanding that people have long-term impairments, they have long-term disabilities. There's really sometimes nothing you can do about that. But these persons have a right to optimally function on a core basis with others in society. So you can't stop at seeing disability view to seeing disability but rather it is when when an impairment now imposed by society causes that person to not be able to have full equal access as other persons then we are now talking about disability because there's a lot like aggravate disability for persons mm. and society must begin to understand that some of these barriers are easy let's see your station mm. I didn't need to think to enter inside the station. I just like every that's what we mean, equal access. Mm. No restriction. Just like everybody entered. I entered. There was no cause for alarm. No need to call heaven and earth. We just strolled in on equal levels with everybody. So this um, definition of disability is so crucial because it brings it back to society. It even takes it further to understand that disability is also about ensuring that the rights of persons with disabilities are not infringed on because persons with disabilities are credible members of society. Mm. The society is a dynamic. So I would want you to link it up with, you know, um, the people living with disabilities are also within the society, but there are ways other people can uh, relate with them and probably maybe exclude them ignorantly or uh, or knowingly or also admit them into the system. I would want you to really talk about that. Okay, so this program will be coming to you every month and we'll expand on all sorts. For example, one of the things I always stop right now is 
terminology is one of the things that we in the disability community like or, or, or prefer to be referred to as persons with disabilities. Um, so we'd like to eliminate the word living with okay. disabilities. Mm -hmm. Yes, because some persons, persons can have a disability tomorrow, they don't. Mm -hmm. But their, yes. their, their experience is credible. Mm -hmm. So it's persons with disabilities. Mm -hmm. I understand where that word came from. It came from when um, the HIV um, thinking and the opposing HIV living with but for persons with disabilities, it's just PWDs, yes. so there's no L there. So when it comes to um, what you spoke to, an example, and like I said, in future episodes, it's just understanding disability. What you just explained is what we call attitudinal barriers, where you are responding to a person based on your perception of what you think disability is. So we're going to have a whole episode on that, where we will bring to you what some of these negative stereotypes are, because they are really, and, and that's the next episode, so many myths and misconceptions where we tell you what disability is not because your perception a person's a group's perception of disability informs how they respond to disability and we are here to debunk and debunk all sorts of theories you know so a person with disability is a person who has an obvious impairment that in interacting with society is not allowed or is not given equal access to participation and activities as others in society. So these are some of the things we really wanted to bring out the importance of not limiting the concepts of disability to just a health condition. Because when you see that, what will happen is that you now have a limited view of what disability is. You take society out of it. You take the rights of the person out of it. So that's one key point that somebody should you know, take home today. Mm. But looking at the society, uh, are there... Um, okay. okay, I just wanted to bring this before I go to the mm -hmm. next. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, I wanted to just point out just a little of some of the um, impediments that people can bring in to either exclude um, persons with disability. So, like I said... This um, attitudinal, um, um, attitudinal barriers are one of the ways that persons can limit a person with disability. Mm. For example, if a person senses that a person with disability is no more than a person who is a beggar, mm. the association that you're going to have with that person will be on the limited knowledge that you have of disability, which is begging. So that is one of the ways that persons exclude persons with disabilities. And I'm really appealing that we take this on as an episode where we come to speak to other persons with disabilities to share their experiences. So that's one major way. Thank you. Okay. Um, which view is prevalent in our society, River State? So basically there are four views that people have of persons with disabilities. Mm. The white person calls it models of disability. There are four. The first one is the charity model. The second one is the medical model. The third one is the social model. And the fourth one is the rights model of disability. It's important because as we speak, I want people to begin to assess where their view mm. has been lined up for a while. Mm. And because I'm not alone, I want to 
want Azomta to speak on some of the models, okay. and then I will come back and tell you which one is most prevalent and which one is preferred in society. Okay. Azomta? All right. Um, in these models, we have the charity models, we have the medical models, we have the social models, and the rights models. Then in terms of the charity models, this is a model that views persons with disabilities as objects of pity, one who needs help, help okay. or a beggar. Mm. That they see the person as someone who just needs a support or rehabilitation mm. to take care of the disability. And here, this portrays that person to be as, as dependent on and people, others, okay. yes, on others, mm. and make the person, at times, this makes the person feel lesser because person depends on others for help in terms of charity models. Then the medical model sees disability as um, one who just needs medical assistance or medical help or treatment. For them, the remedy is just to seek for medical help and nothing else. If you seek for medical help, you are good to go. So they don't just see a disability as maybe, they just see it as something that caused by sickness or something is something, something like sickness. Mm. It's not just maybe seeing that person. That's why some have this misconception, or some may even see disability as being contagious because they felt that the person needs to be cured mm. in terms of medical models. Then we have uh, the social models. Mm. This is whereby the environment is seen as the pr problem. So the interaction of the environment now is one that excludes the person with disability, not even the disability, because most times you see that they don't have access to many places. Like, I, I was going to somewhere, and there's step, but there's nowhere to run or something mm. I can just hold my hold You see that yes, okay. that thing has become that interaction. So in this aspect now, this is, is the society that is the disabling factor mm. in terms of disability. Then we have the right models. Mm. We all are human beings, and disability say human rights. So persons with disability should not be seen as those you are doing favor. Okay, I'm offering you this help. I'm just doing a favor mm. to you, not looking at what that person can contribute. Or mm. the, because, they are, because they are all created by God. Every, every human is created by God. Yes, mm. yes. So these rights models now sees persons with disability as someone that has the right and equal participation with others in the society, not mm. just someone that you can pity or you can favor, mm. just to help the person move on. Mm. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll be right back.
good to have you once again. We still have uh, the executive director of Faircamp Foundation with our team, and this is DRIP, Disability Rights Initiative Radio Program. Freke, let's now look at um, what should be uh, the best or preferred approach or view to disability. So you've had um, Azomta, can you hear me well? Yes. So we've had Azomta, you know, speaking to the four models, models. Mm. and what she's done is carefully explain, and I know somebody's listening and is like examining to see the interactions that you've had with persons with disabilities so far. It has it been only charity-based? So before I interject to say which is best, I just want to mention that there is no model that is wrong, but a model or a view on disability becomes wrong when it aggravates or causes even more disabilities. Mm. So for example, the charity model. Mm. If you feel that this person should not be anything more than at your beck and call or you'll be the benevolent person mm. so the acronym or the adage that says teach a person to fish don't just give the person fish comes into bed mm. in fact i like to take it further and i always tell the person in these days this fish we you know fish pond mm. teach a person to to to, to, to grow the fish, fish <laughs> so the person won't come to you again but that, think about the charity model like that. When you think of a person that is begging, the person is perpetually on the ground. And you don't want a, a person, a human being, to be left on the ground. So while welfare of humans is good, I mean, that's social protection, where it is now the order of the day and leaves the person as an object of pity, I will still have any problem with it. The medical model, where it, it is good, because I mean, rehabilitation is so important to improving the quality of life yeah. of persons with disabilities. But when other rights are denied the person because you are waiting for the person to get well. So let me give an instance. You have a child who has a disability and you're, you're, the early intervention is there. Mm. But this time for this child to go to school and there are provisions for the child to go to school. But you as a person, because your mind is leading with the medical model of disability or the medical way of thinking, the thought is this. Let that child get well first before and most times that child would only continue to improve with medical intervention depending on the type of disability. I can say this categorically because I know persons who continue to make me and say eh, that you are not actively, you are not actively seeking for healing. Why? Because they see me engaging in other parts of society apart from, as, as, as opposed to going from, and I don't say there's anything wrong, mm. as opposed to going from crusade to crusade to prayer house to prayer house. You see the difference? Mm. So because I'm still pursuing my education, I'm going to school, I'm getting my degrees, I'm getting this and that. So the perception of a person who is leading medical is like, are you not actively seeking for how to be cured? Mm. Now, once again, this is not in fact we advocate for rehabilitation because it improves your quality of life. But where the thinking is that this person should stop everything okay. and focus on this one, we'll be still having a challenge with it. Same thing with the social model. The social model is, is, is an improvement on the rest of them on others because now it brings society and puts some responsibility on society to begin to consciously take away the barriers that aggravate the disablement process. Mm. I used a key example. We did not need to look for how to get into this bill. As everybody was strolling in, we too we strolled in. But the aggravative factor would have been that we come here, we see the steps because there are steps on one side, there's a ramp on the other side, mm -hmm. and then we come, we see the steps, and then it's a whole production where we get the gates man, we get the other security, mm -hmm. just because we want to advance and enter a building. That is 
impairment or disability interacting with the environment to cause a problem. So now the social factor, what it does is that it puts responsibility on your back to do the right thing, especially opening a, a public service. Every person coming for your service or product is different, so let it be that you're able to come in, they're able to come into you and assess what you're offering. Now the right model, which is where I'm going to, is a better and one of the best approaches to disability because what it does is that it doesn't now make um, removing of barriers for persons with disabilities a, a suggestion or the good or it's good for that person. Mm. But we kind of understand that this is actually the right of that person mm. to access whatever on a local service. And this plays out because persons have to be careful because you hear people, especially our benevolent persons in the faith community, you know, in company, they're like, oh, we do so much, especially when we go for advocacy, oh, we do so much for persons with disabilities. And we say, yes, thank you so much. But for example, and now when I was interacting with um had the opportunity to speak with the um, the council of um churches in I think it was in Abuja, Nigeria, and I just thought they were so excited because in their opinion they were doing so much for persons with disabilities. And then I asked a simple question that was like shaking table and now asked their says, How many persons with disabilities are worshippers in your assembly? Mm. And it was like, yeah. But we are doing, I said, no. What is the primary function of FBUs, of, of faith, of a church, or a mosque? It's for worship. So if a person with disabilities are able to access your worship, you know that you're not doing. So they now began to understand that this is where we talk about right to freedom of worship. Mm. So it so takes it, as much as every other person have the right to go to church yes, or a mosque be or able every to, other faith-based organization yes. to to receive from yes. Uh, so this person should also, should also have access. Yes. So that is a clear example of the difference between charity, where you are benevolent, it's good, but understand that this other per this person beyond what you can give. Because a person will not improve more than what you can give the person. Mm. But if you empower that person to go beyond, there's a lot that can happen for that mm. person. That's just an example. So a better view to disability is the right approach while considering that, yes, welfare is important, medical is important, that social component of learning that social beings is important, but understanding that... But you give that to other people yes. who are not with disabilities. So it, it, should, it should be, yes. just like you said, the right model. Yes, the right In model. as much as every other person have access to medicals, have access to place yes. of worship, have access to work anywhere, mm. persons with disability also have that right. Yes, so the right model is the best approach, and this transcends individual notions. So companies should have policies that speak to inclusion. Mm. That's an example of understanding the rights of a person. So you're not looking for any specialized thing. It's a default mode for, and honestly, as the program goes on, we'll continue to speak more on these rights because ignorance of the law mm. is not an excuse. Let's, let's now look at your message to uh, the government, the society organization, individuals, um, and even persons with um, disabilities. Okay, so um, once again, I'm, I'm not selfish. Um, yes, I like to share joy. As long as I speak, and enjoy, you will try and say something. Just speak, give a hair, and then I'll come back. Keep it short, short, yeah? All right, so, joy girl. Uh, not the other one, but. All right. So what message on understanding disability do you, do you have? Pick anybody and you make it short. All right. My message to the persons with disabilities 
is that we shouldn't give up. We are making impact. It's very true. We shouldn't give up. Especially with We shouldn't give up. We should stand for our rights at any given time. Thank you. Okay. okay, my message to the society is to see persons with disabilities as persons first mm. and not the situation first. Mm. Those that deserve their rights are not those that they are just offering a favor. Also, okay. and then for me, I would, um, you know, John has spoken to persons with disabilities and Azonta has spoken to the society. Me, and let me speak to government. Mm. <laughs> and um, I'll speak to two people, the government and the private sector. So the government, which is the public sector, I just want to mention that you are like um, the beacon or the example, and you are the custodian of the systems and institutions in this country and state. And we are asking that for persons with disabilities that we need to become a bit more, especially in river states, we have to be more intentional about advancing the rights of persons with disabilities in this river state. Many states are doing quite well, but river states were really backward when it comes to the rights of persons with disabilities. In fact, we have not yet gotten the memo very well. So I'm speaking to our government um, custodians, the three arms, legislators, judiciary, and executive office, especially those who are coming into power, that there is a group of persons with disabilities, a group of persons in your citizenry, persons with disabilities, who you need to speak to, not just in the charity way, where maybe International Day of Persons with Disability, they gather and share rights. No, that's not what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But to begin to push and advance the rights of this part of persons. Then I want to speak to the private sector. Sometimes persons in the private sector don't think that um, inclusion or accessibility or disability rights concerns them. But I just want to mention that as long as you are offering a public service, a product, and then you are catering to the general public, that it is important for you to begin to consider inclusion and disability rights as so crucial. Have a strategy in your small company, your mid-sized company, whatever it is that you're doing in the private sector around disability. So that is my message today. And understand that disability goes beyond health condition and that you also play a part in either disabling a person further or improving a person's um, ability to access and participate in life fully. Thank you. Okay, so let's talk. How can they contact you? Oh, okay. So... um, First of all, we want to really thank uh, Media Core, that's DFM, for partnering with us to bring this to you every month. We come every Thursday by 12.30 p.m. on today FM, 95.1. I'm not taking your job, I promise. So, <laughs> for us at Fake Care Foundation, you can check our website. It's www.fakecarefoundation.org. So, for um, clarity, F, so let me use food, F for fish. A for a gege bread, okay. E for egg, <laughs> C for which would it be? C for catfish, A for apple, akara, akara. <laughs> R for rice, and E for another egg. Mm-hmm. So fake care uh, foundation www.fakefoundation.org You can go to any social media platform that's Facebook, Instagram and you type Fake and will show up. Uh, Fake Foundation or Fake will show up. And then for Twitter it's Fake underscore org. Uh, by way of email you can reach us um, at fakerfoundation.info at gmail.com and finally for numbers you can reach us on 0813 I'll take it again. Zero eight one three two zero zero two one five eight. Again, 
Or if you want to reach me directly, that's 080. I'll say that one fast. 080 <laughs> <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be having another edition of uh, Disability Rights Initiative Program. Um, from what I'm seeing, every third Thursday of the month. Oh, yes, we're here with Every you. third Thursday of the month, 12.30 p.m. Yes. Uh, this program will be coming up again. And uh, Freck over here. She's the executive director of Fair Care Foundation, F-A-E-C-A-R-E. That's Fair Care Foundation. Thank you for coming. Thank you, and thanks for having Azonka, us. Azonka, thank you so much. Thank you. You're and welcome. And the other wonderful ladies, thank, thank you so much thank for coming. You. Thank you.